Well, the Reserve Bank is facing one of its biggest shake-ups with a new review recommending board members have their decision-making power on interest rates stripped away. Treasurer Jim Chalmers has just released the major report which calls for a separate monetary policy board to be set up. Let's get some more. We're joined now by journalist and author Angela Mollard and B105 Breakfast radio host Stav Davidson. Good morning to you both. Ange, first up, it is the first major review in decades. Is this, uh, is this report a good thing for Aussie homeowners, do you think? Absolutely, because of course we know Philip Lowe made that comment that there would be no rate rises until 2024. And so we've got hundreds of thousands, millions of people mm. in this country who are under pressure. I'm under pressure. I've talked to people who are having to cut short their maternity leave to, to pay their mortgages. Mm. And I cannot understand why we haven't had this review before now. It's, it's, I think it's four decades. Jim Chalmers has been internationally looking at how they run um, monetary policy in the UK and the US. And the key difference with us is that we had a uh, RBA board made up of business individuals from around the country, so it was representative of the states, but it wasn't monetary policy experts. So this new um, uh, suggestion is that it will be largely focused on true economists, people that understand the economy and can make better judgments about whether or not interest rates are going to go up. So for all those homeowners, hopefully it means that we get better indications yep. of what will happen and that aligns with how we can prepare for the future. Mm. Yeah, Stav, you're on Breakfast Radio every morning. You uh, can test the temperature of the nation and of mortgage holders. What, what do you think about this? What, what feedback are you getting? Well, look, I think anything that hasn't been uh, reviewed for that long definitely needs to be put under a microscope and see what's going wrong. But in the end, is this just going to give us another scapegoat to point fingers at? You know, uh, inflation is very dangerous to a country. Uh, and I, I always look at the fact that, look at it this way. I, I went to Bali uh, a few years ago and there is nothing worse than getting a Mars bar and having to pay $100,000 for it and then working out the change and all that. If, if you let that spiral out of control, it gets a bit crazy. But as long as it's done thoroughly and for the best best interests of homeowners and, and uh, landlords and renters as well, it can't be a bad thing. You know, it's been too long before we've had a look at this thing. So let's get it under a microscope and fix the things that are wrong and keep the things that work as well. Okay, let's move on, guys. Education experts have proposed all Australian schools should be free and open to all students. But based on their funding model, it will cost taxpayers an extra $8 billion a year. Stav, should private schools be merged into the public system? Go. No, this is absolutely ridiculous, Larry, and anyone that comes to Queensland knows why, because the first question you are asked in Brisbane is, what school did you go to? And then you are judged accordingly on the school that you <laughs> answer for. Um, plus, it would give soccer mums no one to be hoity-toity at when they can say that their kid's <laughs> going to a private school, and it won't give the poor public school kids on the bus someone to uh, look down upon and throw rolled up bits of paper at on the back seats of the buses. Uh, keep it the way it <laughs> is. Have the people that want their kids to go to private schools go to private schools. My kid's going to a public school. I'm happy with the public schools here in Brisbane. I say if it ain't broke don't fix it and the report says private schools should only be able to exclude students if that school didn't get government funding would you support fully privatized schools no and to um and to stav's point look I, I i think that the fact is it is broken and we do need to fix it the disparity between the results of disadvantaged schools and advantaged schools is so high and in year nine there can be a, a five-year difference in reading and maths between somebody at a, a state school and somebody at a privatized school look i do think you need to maintain those three sectors catholic state and primary uh, catholic state and and private but we 
where I want to see is the government perhaps supporting more in education and teachers. Look, if it's your school auditorium or your, your rowing team or whatever, pay for that yourselves. Parents can pay for that. But when it comes to teaching, I think we should be following the Scandinavian model where everybody is getting quality teaching, where teachers are paid well, where they receive um, bonuses, where they're incentivised. Because if mm. we invest in our teachers, whether that's across private, public or um, Catholic, then we're going to get better results and we need to get better results. It's mm. not about who you can boast to, what, what school your kid is at. It's about our children, our country, education being a resource and us investing in it. Mm. Okay, well, Anton, stuff, stick around.